When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Dilly Ding Dilly Dong, the uh, Leicester Mercury's Leicester City podcast. I'm Rob Tanner and joining me today yet again and possibly for the last time on this sort maybe, maybe penultimate, penultimate uh, podcast is James the Sharp End Sharp. For those who don't know, James is leaving the Mercury to go to the Mail on Sunday. Uh, but um, this is, was his last club well press conference ahead of the visit of Everton. And it wasn't dominated with the news of James's <laughs> imminent departure. Instead, no, it, wasn't. it was dominated by the news that James Madison has been called up to the England squad, James. Yes, he has. And we were all kind of expecting it. Well, it is, it's the one bloke that everyone's been talking about in, in the build-up to the squad. He's the one that's made his mark on the Premier League. He's the one that's swaggered into the top flight and looks like he owns the place. And from there has been the one that people have been saying he should be getting caught up for England. He's the, that creative player that they lack. And he didn't, didn't get caught up last time. Ben Chilwell and Murray Cray did. Um, but this time news came through that uh, James Madison has been called up for the upcoming friendlies. And it's brilliant news for him because he's made a start that's been better than any of us would have expected him to make for someone who... Could come out of the championship. Yeah, let's put this into context. He's played seven games in the Premier League yeah. and the top flight of English football. Yeah, for Leicester as well. Yeah, but yeah, his his impact. I mean, I know you're going to reel off some stats in a second. I can find them. Yeah. But, but it, you know, the, the the impact that he's had in that short space of time has been quite extraordinary. And I had a little chat with Claude in the in the presser when he was talking about how players need a bit of time to adapt and settle in, and uh, they need a bit of time to adjust to their new environment. Yet he's hit the ground absolutely running, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, I'll run through the stats here, but them here. So, for all Premier League English midfielders, he scored three goals. That's first in the Premier League. Two assists, joint first in the Premier League. Chances created, 15, first in the Premier League. Shots, 15, first in the Premier League. There is a theme here. Um, shots on target, seven, first in the Premier League. And shots outside the box, 11, first in the Premier League. It's it's ridiculous, isn't it? For someone who... Well, we knew he was the most creative player in the Championship in what was a pretty bang-average Norwich side. But the question is always, can you make the step up? And... Oh, Boy, as he as he made the step up, he just looks like he belongs here, and he, he's been so important to Leicester and the way they play. And it was such an, a crucial cog that Leicester were missing, and he's come in, plonked in, and he's just he just yeah he's been. Fantastic. Well, after seven games, you have to say he's one of the first names on the team sheet now. Yeah, it, well, yeah, you've got Vardy, Maguire, Casper. Madison and Nididi as yeah. well. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Well, Madison's just slotted straight into there, isn't he? And he is. He he is so crucial to how Leicester play because of his ability to take to want the ball, find space, and what impresses you is the way he turns forward and looks to play it forward. It's that position that turns Leicester from being a sideways team to a penetrating forward team. And the hope is, and Klopp touched on it in his press conference, he does that role for Leicester. If he keeps going, then there's no reason why he can't play that role for England because it is a role that. 
that England don't really have. I mean, he's not only just stepped up in, in standard in terms of the step up from Norwich City to Leicester City, but also he's adjusting to a new position. He's not played this number 10 role that Puel has asked him to do. And uh, Puel's been quite vocal, hasn't he, about you know, what he's been asking him to do and describing what, how he wants him to play for City. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can't say that I, I saw him much for, for Norwich. I only, I only heard what fans were saying and the hype that was kind of following him but they were all they all loved, loved him and thought he was brilliant but no I think so and also not just that but also the intensity of the Premier League because Madison's not I don't think he's played 90 minutes yet and that's because and Madison's admitted it the, the sheer intensity of the Premier League everything happens so much quicker and it's so much so much more intense that that takes a lot of getting used to and that and he, he's basically burned out by well, he started the season being burned out at 60 minutes. Now he gets burned out about 80, 85 minutes. So that's been a big change for him. But amid all of that, he's still managing to put in these performances which are only going to get better. And that is just hugely exciting. It's led to um, comparisons by a former Leicester City striker, Tony yeah. Cotty, to David Beckham. Now, Pearl's moved very, very swiftly to quash that sort of comparison, hasn't he? I mean, he's saying that Madison doesn't really need that. He needs to just forge his own path and be yeah. and be James Madison. But uh, interesting that that comparison has been made. I, mean, I thought I thought that was a really nice line from Claude, actually. But, yeah, um, it was, yeah, Tony Cotted and he said that he, he, he runs like Beckham, he passes like Beckham, he crosses like Beckham. I think the fact he wears white boots and has his hair slicked back is also... It kind of gone as the same comparison because bit of a bit of a pretty boy's name Madison. So yeah, you can see why those those kind of, those comparisons have been made. And Madison's already admitted as well that he used to watch Beckham take free kicks and he tried to model how he takes free kicks on Beckham. So the comparison is there, but I thought Claude put it quite nicely and said, "Look, don't compare him to anyone. He's his own player. He has he has the attributes of James Madison." So be James Madison. Don't be anyone else. Just be yourself. I thought that was quite a nice line, and also quite accurate. And I think, I think Madison will. I think he. Uh, I think he's quite. He's quite focused. He's quite grounded in terms of he knows where his progression is. And yeah, it's just it's brilliant news and and great news for Leicester, and also another feather in Leicester's cap for producing another England player yeah unfortunately Ben Chilwell didn't uh, make this squad but uh, he obviously made his debut against Switzerland here his time will come surely yes it will as will Damari Graves as well who was named in that squad for the Switzerland game but um, didn't get on and also now um, uh, picked up that injury although there is some good news on him to come Um, yeah and it's it's great their time will come and and it also just shows that Leicester is the place to be at the minute if you want to be an England player because we that's now since well since the World Cup so the last four months Leicester have had Jamie Vardy Harry Maguire Ben Chilwell Damari Gray now James Madison in England squads five Leicester players in England squads over the last four months that's ridiculous from oh, absolutely I mean Southgate must be rubbing his hands with glee though to see a side that's challenging in the top half of the uh, of the table producing English players and uh, nurturing English players as well. I mean, there's not many sides, not many clubs in the uh, the Premier League that are, are doing that and being successful. Yeah, but you look at because you look at say Phil Foden, who the star of the England youth setup, huge um, hype about his potential and his ability. He's played like, how many minutes? Has he played for Man City, like hardly any. 
so how how's that helping their development? How Southgate must look at that and go, oh, I can't. How can I put my faith in him to do a job for me when he's when yeah he's talented, but he's not doing it week in week out. Looks at Leicester and he's got Maguire, who's along with Stones is probably his first or second choice centre back, and now he's got Madison who's playing there every week. He's got he's got Damari Gray and Ben Chilwell. Those four players are playing every week and they're playing together, which means that he should just be able to pick them up move them to England, drop them again, and they should still have the same understanding. Southgate must, must be must be a Leicester fan at the minute because it's it's great for him. Well, it, it's just so important that they're playing senior football and playing first-team regular football. The fact that he's called up Mason Mount as well today. I mean, he's going down into the Championship now to get England players for the future simply because they're playing on a regular basis. They're not sitting and playing in the stiffs or playing under-23s football. You know, they're playing... Uh, senior man's football and you can't step up to international football if you haven't played you need to be playing regularly don't you yeah you do and also I quite like the fact that I like the fact that Southgate is that kind of manager how many managers have we seen over the past however long have called up players that haven't been playing or have been injured I mean look at Jack Wilshere got called up instead of drink water for the Euros picking players on reputation and the club they play for and not on minutes played and, and potential. Southgate seems like uh, is a breath of fresh air, really, because he's someone who puts a lot of faith in those young players who have played, and that's that's great for Mason Mount. It's also great for the likes of Madison and Chilwell and Gray. Well, we'll obviously be uh, watching uh, James's uh, progress over the coming days. Hopefully, he has a good game and stays injury free as well on Saturday when Everton come to town. Let's talk about injuries. Ahead of the uh, visit of the Toffees, um, and what's the what is the latest? Uh, the latest is that Matty James is still still out. He's still um, sort of recovering from his Achilles, uh, that little clean up surgery he had on his Achilles injury. Because the big news is Damari Gray, because he was ruled out for between three and six weeks um, after that nasty ankle injury uh, at Wolves last week in the cup. He could be running next week. It's been, it's been about 10 days. Since yeah, I mean, we saw him get stretched off with his leg in a brace, being given oxygen. It, worse, and it really it? looked like it could be a real end-of-season job. But the scans came back as posit- more positive than they thought. Originally got ruled out for three to six weeks, but Paul said he, he's improving, and in the next few days he, sh- he should be running, which, well, that's, that's surprising, but also promising. Absolutely, I mean, they could do with him in terms of uh, attacking options. Um, but the fact that Damari's injury isn't as serious as first thought, what about Harvey Barnes' future? Oh, yes. We've been watching his progress at West Bromwich Albion with great interest because he's absolutely tearing it up at the Hawthorns, isn't he? And he scored another cracker it is, yeah. the other night. Um, should he be coming back now? Has he d- proved himself at that level now? Should he be coming back into the Leicester side? Well, I know you wrote an opinion piece in you earlier this week saying, no, it's good for him to be out there and learn his trade. And then he keeps scoring absolute worldies. And, you and think- he has to start rethinking it. But I'm still with you on this. In that, yeah, I mean, for those who haven't seen the goal, uh, West Brom were losing 2 0 to Sheffield Wednesday, pulled it back to 2 1. And then in the final few minutes, uh, Barnes picks the ball up just inside his own half dribbles past basically the whole of the opposition team and then bends it and puts it into the corner a ridiculous goal from a player who is just going from strength to strength and wherever he's been he seems to be a, 
above that level. So when he went to MK Dons in League One, tore that up. Went to Barnsley last year in the bottom half of the Championship, did really well there. And now he's in a team challenging at the top with a lot of, with pressure on him and responsibility for a team that wants to get promoted. And he's he's taken that on his shoulders and he, he's and he's doing wonders for them. I would keep him there. I would let let him develop there. He was doing well at Barnsley last year, got called back in January and played about eight minutes in over three games. That's not good for his development. Leicester have got enough attacking players where they are at the minute. Give Barnes a full season there. Let him keep doing it. Let him keep progressing and showing what he's capable of. What would that do to his confidence and development, having a full season in what could be a promotion-winning side? Being one of the main men for it, it will just come back an even better player if they give that. It's I'm not, with you on this one. It's not just his uh, confidence, I think it's his, his physicality as well. Playing that sort of senior football for a whole season, yeah, he's going to build up stamina. He's going to be yeah. able to go the distance in campaigns and uh, that's what you need. You don't want somebody who can come in and turn it on for five, six games and then they lose their way for a 10, 12 games. Yeah, because he's going to be here. If he comes back, he's not going to be starting. He's going to be either on the bench and not playing... And always going to be in the in the development squad where he's playing against other kids, and he's he's too good for that. He's, he's in the championship, which, as we all know, is a big rough and tumble league. He's going to get knocked about by defenders who are going to try and rough him off the ball. That's going to build his strength and, and development, and he's going to be able to then come into the Premier League and be ready for those big defenders who are going to try and smash him. And he's going to be ready for that. I'm as I say, I'm with you, and I think he needs to stay at West Brom. Uh, let's move on to Saturday's game then. Everton are in town. Um, well, I can remember a few years ago when Everton visit here was uh, quite a special occasion, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was possibly the greatest occasion of all occasions for Leicester City. Uh, li- listening to Bocelli serenade us all and watch Leicester lift that special trophy. Um, possibly the possibly the greatest day of my life and will be for a long, long time. Oh, I think it's the greatest day for many uh, Leicester City fans' life. Um, it was an, a tremendous day and it was almost, it was a strange day as well with the way the, the, the weather rolled in and it, everything went dark halfway through the game as I remember but then the goals and Kingy's goal and Kingy's, uh, uh, Vardy sky in a penalty. It was just a short boot For sure, the golden yeah, boot. Yeah, for sure, the golden boot. It was a costly penalty miss. Um, but then, yeah, a couple of years on we've moved on from the title success but uh, both sides' aspirations of pushing on at the top half of the table. This is going to be a real barometer, I think, for um, for City facing a side with equal amb- ambitions as them to, to push on for the top six, to challenge for for Europe. Um, they've spent a lot of money. It hasn't gone quite uh, that well for them at the moment. There's been a lot of upheaval yeah. at Goodison, hasn't there? Marcus Silva's now the man in charge. But there's one character that sort of caught my eye this season a little bit, and uh, he's uh, somebody of, uh, that was of interest to Leicester a couple of years, a Gilfie Sigurdsson. Uh, against Fulham, he looked like the Guildford Sigurdsson of uh, of old when Swansea were at the top half of the table, and uh, he seems to have found his form again. Yes, he does, and it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because Leicester wanted to buy Sigurdsson, and bit forty million quid if we if what we're told is to be believed for him, um, but missed out on him to Everton. Um, he was a player that I would have loved to have seen come here because he was the player that Leicester lacked in that. Number ten role, the creative player who would take games with the scruff of the neck and um, and win them. Leicester now have another player that does that in the name of James Madison, and it would be interesting to know had Leicester got Gilfie Sigurdsson, the chances are that they might not have signed James Madison a couple, a couple of years down the line. And if they had, 
he probably would have had to wait his turn and and uh, be playing in the under twenty threes, and we wouldn't have seen this incredible development that we've seen in seven Premier League games. No, no, you're right. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, at the time, I would have liked them to take some, but with the with the gift of hindsight, I am happy that it's worked out the way it has because Leicester now got a player who is young, exciting, bags of potential, and he's doing brilliantly. Um, but like you said about Everton, it is a bit of a barometer, really, because despite back-to-back wins, those critics um, of Puelles who will forever remain critics of Puel have said, well, let's not get too excited, right? Your, your back-to-back wins have come against Huddersfield and Newcastle, both, for want of a better phrase, utter rubbish and probably going to be in a relegation dogfight, if not relegated. Everton, which is fair enough, you, that's a fair enough argument. Everton is more of a test against a team that are battling it out to be the best of the rest. So it's against these kind of teams that you really want to see where you are because you're battling them to finish seventh or maybe sixth. So that's all. That's a good sign to see how far Leicester have come under Claude Well, and especially because his first game about a year ago was here at home to Everton, which Leicester won two now. He hadn't changed much at that point. There was still the Leicester of old. We've got about a year of Puel's development now and a year of Puel's style and a year of Puel's evolution. So now we can compare the two performances, can't we, the weekend and go, right, this was the Leicester we saw then, this is the Leicester we've seen now. How far have they come, if if at all? Absolutely. Now, those back-to-back wins, we've seen a few changes to them. Mm-hmm. Not many changes. Would you change any of the starting eleven for this? I mean, I think the only position that could be up for grabs is whether he goes with Gazelle or he goes with Ricardo. And he went with Ricardo at Newcastle. And he did well, did okay. Could have done enough to keep his place. But I certainly wouldn't be changing the back four now. Maguire and Morgan played well at Newcastle. Danny Amate has impressed me and he's, he's starting to win me over a little bit you know how I feel yeah, a little yeah. bit about Daniel I mean, Marty I've lost count the amount of times that you've told me that Daniel Marty is definitely not a right back but Pearl um, thinks he is yeah and he uh, said that today yeah he? he did yeah because I felt a bit sorry for Daniel Marty because he's been he's been shifted and shunted around that Leicester team all over the place like he came in as a as a central midfielder who then reverted to being a central for Ghana plays at centre back, but despite playing really well there for Ghana and being in the Africa Cup of Nations team of this tournament, never got a chance at centre back. And really felt like a bit of a makeshift option at right back as a bit of a like a Danny Simpson, Ricardo Pereira hybrid, who's not quite as defensive as one of them, yet also not quite as attacking as the other. And if it's always felt a bit square peg round hole. But the last couple of games, albeit against some not great opposition he has looked solid and he's looked like he is developing into that position and has impressed and deserves to keep his place and I think a settled back four is good for Leicester because we've had so much chopping and changing there of all places I mean you used to play full back you know it's all about under partnerships, isn't it? The, that partnership between Wes and Amati on the right-hand side. Knowing your spaces, knowing how far away each player is yeah. going to be from you in games, who's covering who. You, it takes a bit of time to get that understanding. And uh, and certainly if you can strike up an understanding with the person in front of you, if there can be some consistency in selection, then uh, you know, fam- familiarity doesn't necessarily breed contempt, it breeds understanding. Yeah, of course it does. And you've got those part- partnerships on the right-hand side, if you can link with Pereira. But he's also got the one alongside Wes who... 
for all of the constant barrage of social media meltdown that happens whenever Wes is named in the team, and he always, always, always finishes bottom of our um, ask the fans to rate the players. I mean, Wes came out bottom again at the weekend after Newcastle game when he was one of the best players on the pitch, let alone not nowhere near the worst, not even in the bottom half of teams. But Wes is playing well. He's the last couple of games he's been solid and he's got a good understanding with the Martin that right hand side, developing with, with Maguire. Chilwell and Maguire have a good understanding as well. That back four, keep it as it is, keep developing and just let them let them breed. In front of them it's it's a no brainer, isn't it? Wolf and Diddy and Papi Mendy. Yeah. And then you've got Madison, Kletchi, Nacho and Vardy, that interesting trivector. Uh, then it, who would you go with then? Let's go. Get Gazelle or Ricardo? Or Albrighton. Or Albrighton, yeah, let's throw him in the mix. I would go with well, personally, I'd go with Albrighton. So would I. Every, I mean, you've got, you've got Tamworth bias. Yeah, you? I have. Yeah. But I do think he, he does um, give you that um, constant and consistent level of of um, service coming in from the flank. Yeah. But obviously, Puel's his own man. And he loves Gazelle and uh, certainly loves Ricardo. Yeah, so. Pereira and Gazelle are, are Puel's men, aren't they? They've yeah. played from Puel before. That He knows what they're gonna get, he's going to get from them. I, I would like to see Albrighton playing more because there is there are... There's no, well, only, mainly only like Deli Alley is of, of consistent English midfielders for their for their assists over the last three seasons, and also for the defensive work that he gives you. But I suppose Paul's thinking if I've got Amati there at right back, he's solid enough defensively. I can maybe have a bit a slightly more attacking winger. So I think he'll probably go with Pereira again. I'd give it to Brian mainly because I think he's great, but. Well, whoever they pick, I think that's just strong enough. Well, we've got plenty of stories on the website now, on the Leicestershire Live website, building up to the big game against Everton. James will be here at the King Power Stadium with me for the last time. This will be his last game, so he'll be doing the live blog and keeping you up to date with everything that's going on at the King Power Stadium. Uh, thank you for joining us, and uh, check out uh, the Mercury website. Thank you.